Hello ladies and gentlemen, now this is a lot different from what I normally do to say the absolute least, but I'm very excited to introduce my friend and someone who is homeless. Hello. Hello. And I think that, you know, a lot of people go through life and they don't know the other story and I think this can be a real insight um, for people listening. So I guess the first question I have for you is, tell me your story. You, want to hold, you can hold the mic. No, I don't want to hold it. You oh, can no, no, no. just leave it there. Cause, sorry, man. Oh, no, no, sorry. Well, where do you want to start? The start is... It's a long start. Yeah, just... At what? How I become homeless. Yeah. Well, it just boils down to having one big road accident and losing everything you got from there. An accident can put you in this position and that's the way it started. Then I had a lot of problems when I went back to work, left the job. My rent all fell through because I just didn't pay it because I wasn't thinking. And from there, once you, once I walked out on that, it was you intentionally make yourself homeless. And then what happens then, no, councils have no duty to help. That's where the system's a bit all mucked up with the government and the systems. So here I am on the streets now. Wow. And like with the accident, what, what was the accident? Oh, there was just a bit of road collision working once. Used to work for a company. Had a big crash on the motorway, no fault of my own, and that was it. Just had a lot of problems when I went back to work with it. So, you know, that's it. that's all I can say about the accident, really. But so there's no compensation or anything. No, because it was just all a lot of mucking about. There was a claim going through, but I think I mucked it up, said a few wrong things, and they just threw it out, so I didn't really get nothing out of the, the accident. Plus, it was a French French driver, so it was hard to claim anything back off them because it was just going on for too long. Wow. And, so. and, like, <clears throat> how... Or like, what was the job you were in before? Like, Well, before the accident? Yeah. Well, that was actually working, doing the job. So, oh right. Yeah, so I was actually working at the time. It wasn't a just a, a normal accident. I was actually working. So and it was on a motorway, big collision. So and that was it. So actually working at the time. Wow. And what to someone listening who has absolutely no idea what it's like being home, self included, what what is it like? Well, first of all it's hard because you don't know where where to go. You don't know nobody, and you've got nothing. If you've got no money, you just... You could be walking in the streets, just sleeping anywhere you find. In doorways, floors, whatever. And you're a bit wary of what you're going to encounter on the street. Public, other homeless people, anything. And how you're going to survive. But I went... I, I had a different approach. I did it differently, so... I just found a spot and stayed there. And stayed in the same place permanently and that way you get to meet well I have a lot of people that see me every day so I get a little bit more help than some of them but some of them other homeless people drink drugs that gets to them and then they don't care where they sleep but me I don't take it I don't do nothing avoided it I'm not interested Wow. Because there is that stereotype I think people have of like they they put everyone in a box of everything, and it's you know life is far more complex than that, and it's so crazy how you've 
like you're in a job and just overnight type thing. Yeah. I mean, it really is horrendous. So was there not any like government support or was I mean, it was it just like terribly kind of gridlocked and stuff? No, I mean, it was only like the lockdown and that, and COVID and that. They put in hotels and that, whereas the government funded it. But when it were eased off, it was all thrown out the hotels and put back, basically, there's the door, off you go. And there is a few charities around. They've offered me hostels here and there, but a lot of the hostels I won't go to because they're drinkers and drug addicts, and I don't want to mix and socialise with them because they're all thieves. They just rob you as soon as you turn your back. Even if, even if you know, I do know some of them. You know, I know a few homeless people around, but I it's a hello and goodbye. I don't mix with them. I don't socialise with them, and I certainly don't hang around with them. Wow, so it's that cycle where the the systems in place to get help, they're gridlocked with, or gridlock's the wrong word, but they're <clears throat> people there which would make the situation worse for you, so it's like kind of a, I don't know, a no-go to go there type. Yeah, there is, there is people out there, a lot of people turn down the hostels because of the same reason. I mean, there's even people I know that are drinkers and... Drug really? They won't even go to the hostels because they're horrible places. Wow. Some of them are run down, they're dirty. You think you're going in them, you're sleeping in the same bed or something as somebody else's. Some of them have got, I've heard, have got keys to the rooms. So when you go out, they're going in the rooms. So it's, they're not, you've got to watch your belongings even when you're not there and you've got a room. It's, I mean, I'm quite honestly, oh, it's horrible sleeping on a street and in the road, but. I'm comfortable where I am, and I'm more happier where I am, even though I'm homeless, but I still get on with it. I still myself, same cheerful self. I try and get on with it. Wow. And <clears throat> what's one thing you miss most? Obviously, probably just normal life, really. Just being normal, working, place, whatever. Or well, everybody's probably struggling at the moment, but... You can't live on the street all your life. You know what I mean? So that's probably the main thing, back into normal civilization, being a normal person again. I am a normal person still, the way I see it, but having your own place or somewhere to live, a job, yeah, and socialising properly. I, even though I do socialise now still, but, <laughs> but that's the main, main thing. Routine. Yeah, it's just the same thing. Yeah, being like a robot, like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, that is true. A lot, of, like it is a, <clears throat> it's a crazy world for sure. It is. Everybody is like a robot. Up, go to work, yeah. travel to work, same way. Go to work, do the same job. Yeah. Home the same way. Do the same thing. Probably when you get home at night, get up in the morning, do the same thing every day. Mm. But you know. It's, but that's, that's life, that is what it's all about. That is the cycle. Wow, um, what, what's your biggest hope? Big question there. Well, I keep doing the lottery, I'm hoping to win it, but. Oh, really? Uh, wow. <laughs> Love that, wow. Yeah, you know, but the Euro's not doing too good for me at the moment, the Euro lottery, so. Oh, really? Hope is probably just eventually get myself sorted out, get off the streets. Um, how do you think that could be done? It's like. It, Apart from money, what would you say there's, what's one thing, I know it's a massive thing, obviously money, but what's one thing that 
people watching, people walking about, speaking to people, what's one thing they can do to really kind of help people in your situation? I don't know what the help that people people can give because a lot of people are giving the big charity organisations. Some people are paying a monthly, you know, like as a, to us charity organisations. A lot of people donate automatically. They won't donate to me or pay for something for me because a lot of people think, oh, I don't know where that money's yeah, going. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But so they people are these pay, people are paying, but you're getting nowhere with it. So they probably taken in thousands, millions a year from public charities and organisations or people that just give, give, give. And a lot of the homeless people ain't seeing it. You ain't seeing nothing. If that's all they can offer you is hostels, they need to look at the system a bit more and sort themselves. I mean, like I've told them, find me somewhere as a bit of a permanent thing, a flat or something. And... I get told, well, you need to go in a hostel, blah, 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 as a starting point, and then we look at something else. I said, well, look at something else while I'm here on the floor here. I said, because in that hostel, I'll be uncomfortable, and I won't want to go there. But the system says, oh, you have to be in a hostel. I said, well, override the system. Man made a system. The system was created by a man. Put it onto a computer, there's the system. I said, why can't you find somewhere for me while I'm here, comfortable, the same difference. In a hostel, here, whatever. The system needs to be looked at a bit better. Um, that's, that's so sad to hear. It really is, because so many people have mis misconceptions around all this. And there's so many, so much bureaucracy within these organisations yeah. to actually... Yeah, it's just... It, 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 the homeless people don't get as much help I mean, I'm not, it's not, um, how shall I put it? I seem to find that it's not a racial thing or give it, you know, having to go to other countries or some of the refugees and that, but the refugees can seem to be coming here and There's a good point. being ho yeah. put in hotels, being put in flats and that, you know what I mean? And they've just come over on a dinghy or something like that from the thing, you know, so, but me, English, Paid all my taxes and insurance and everything you need to pay all your life. And when you want help, you don't get it. That's such a good point. Like the UK government in the past year paid 10 million a day to ho house people in hotels, like <coughs> refugees coming in. Well, well, a lot of economic migrants. And it's it, like it's such a good point. Of, they need to focus on kind of people who are already here because there's a lot yeah. of people in your situation. Yeah, well, that's the way I see it. But, you know, he's. When you say anything or to anybody, it's just like, oh, don't have a go, I and mean, it's not their fault. You know, they've lost their houses and homes, and you think, well, I've lost my home. Yeah. I mean, I've lost the same things, but I live in this country, I'm English. Mm. You know, and why should I have to sit on the streets when I've paid my way all my life? And people can just come over here, all right, they might have had bad things in their country, but I think sometimes this country a little bit soft to looking after their own first. Yeah, and it's it's so true. And we're in this environment now. If you talk about that, people say, "Oh, you're a racist. Oh, you're this." Yeah. And it's I mean, you can't deny the fact there's thousands of homeless people here. The the, the UK government has neglected it, but they're more than happy to 
do other things like house people coming in. And there is a bit of a shift going on now, but it's just... Yeah, there's a lot of things changing around here. They're, 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 I mean, a lot of the homeless now, you got the, a lot of them are begging on the streets or whatever. It's illegal, they say, anyway, which it is. But this, this is the only way, some people, that you can make a little bit of money to survive on the streets. And the police are trying to take it away, you know what I mean? Like, you know, for instance, if you're caught with it, they can come and give you a three-day notice to be out of Westminster, and then you can come back in. When caught again, it doubles, and then eventually you could end up in court and fined. Wow. Uh, I don't know how they expect you to pay a fine if you can <laughs> if they, I mean, if they said it yeah. to me, if they fined me for doing it, I would just turn around and say, well, how are you going to pay? I'm well, going to have to go beg to get some money God. so I can pay the fine <laughs> for begging. Such a circle, that is. You're paying a fine <laughs> for begging and you've got to beg to get the money to pay for it. You know, it's hard to get on the ladder. I mean, everything, the way I see it, the only way, the way you get off the streets is, is the address. The address is the main thing. Without the address, you can't, it's hard with bank accounts, yeah. jobs. You can't just, people say to me, go get a job. And you think, well, it's not as easy. I'm going to go get a job. I'm going to tell an employer, what's your address? What's your bank account? How are they going to pay your wages if you've got no bank account? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, but I heard some stories. There might be some charities that might be able to help you use their address. But it's not a, a good thing. I mean, some of them, or you can, an employer will probably say, yeah, but that's not a... That is not like a fixed residential shore address. It's an office block. Their addresses are office blocks, and a lot of banks and a lot of companies won't accept that as your mm. permanent residence. Yeah. You know what I'm true. saying? That is true. Like, it's, <clears throat> that's the thing about the system. It's so gridlocked, all this stuff. It's so terrible. Like, what, day to day, what's the biggest struggle being homeless? Biggest struggle. Yeah, big question there. The biggest. Really, I suppose just as long as you. Well, I don't know what the struggle. I don't know how I could answer that really. I'm not really sure that it's because I. I'm in a different sort of bracket to some of the other homeless people. What, what do you mean by that? Well, because I'm, I'm a fixed person where I am. I'm always stayed there. I get bits of food off a lot of people I know, so. I've always can get food. I don't have to myself personally go to food banks. I mean, that's why a lot of people come to London because you've got more help, you've got food banks, clothes banks, more people to help you with maybe a bit of money, a bit of change, or food, drink. But the priorities on the streets is clothing, your bedding, mm. and food and drink. And they're the three priorities. Money comes into it last if you get a bit here and there, helps you out through the day, whatever. You know, so it's. I don't know what really. Can answer how that question. I'm not really got. Because I'm in a different sort of bracket, really. Yeah. Wow. I mean, a drinker or a drug addict, their priority, their thing for the day would be making money to buy their goods, buy their fix, buy their drink. You know, so it's always difficult. I can't really answer it in detail, that question. It's sort of a, I don't know where I'd answer that one. And to someone listening right now who's a young person, they're very, like, even little things like they're jealous and they're 
that are very ungrateful. What's your message to kind of just young people growing up today who have a very good situation, who constantly look at people and are very envious and stuff? Because I'm sure there'll be people listening who fall into the jealousy, the envy trap. What's your message to those people? Well, you shouldn't be. Nobody should be jealous or envy of anything, really, because you're you're all here on this planet once. So, really, it's just like all this. When you see people arguing, and you see people, I see people come out there moaning, miserable, and I just say to them, "Cheer up!" I say, "Because today could be the last day on this planet." I said, "Anything could happen." I said, "Look what happened to me. One thing happened to me, and I ended up on the streets. I had everything. You know what I mean?" And just by one thing, one click, bang, I'm on the streets. And that could happen to anybody. Nobody should be growing up jealous of this, jealous of that. You get what you want when you want. You know what I mean? If you want something, you save up, you buy it. You know? Mm. And when people walk past sometimes, they look at you and they give you dirty looks and things like that. And you think, well, why, why give a homeless person a dirty look? Whether they're a drinker, drug addict, whatever, they could have gone into that trap by being made homeless, you know, and people shouldn't look at people homeless, how they are, they look at you as if you're dirt, you know what I mean, some of them, and you think, well, I'm not all, I've not been like this all my life, so don't think I'm just a layabout scum on the floor, do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I, I think there's so many people who just degrade people, and it's, <clears throat> it's so vile, because everyone's a human being, and a lot of this, like, it could easily be one of us. Like, did you ha do you have family or was there...? Well, no, my parents ain't here no more. I have problems with my brother. Not interested. Parents, I wouldn't know were aunts and uncles or any of them are because my parents had all them details. So there's sort of no one out there. Marriage was a little bit on the rocks. That fell apart. Kids went on her side. So it's all sort of like on my own, basically. But was that your kids? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they're, they're sort of like a bit resentful at the moment. I had big arguments with them, pushed them further away. So, But maybe one day when I sort myself out, they might come round a little bit. But it's just one of them things. That's the way things go. Wow. Um, what, what would you say is your biggest hope? Well, to get off the streets eventually. But I will do. I will do. I'll sort myself out. I'm trying to do it my own way at the moment. Just saving up now. Any money I'll get, bits and pieces I'm putting by. If I get enough for a little flat, deposit, studio, bed sit, then I'll do that. Then I'll have me a dress and then I can work on the rest. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Very, uh, like, massive comment, commit, wrong word, commendable, like, what you've said here. And I know there'll be so many people listening today who th this will change their life. Just hearing this other, other side, other coin, <clears throat> because... Like, it's so easy to just think certain things and stuff, but if you don't have a safety net, if things don't go your way, it can happen to anyone. And I think you're a good example. And, like, so are you divorced from your, like, wife? Uh, well, it's still legally there, but it's just we've been apart for a while. But who knows, maybe one day we might get back together because not getting no younger. Like I say, could be dead tomorrow. But who knows what's going to happen with a relationship? I don't know. Ah, well, I, f I feel for you there. That must be so, so painful. Well, yeah, it is, but the way I see it at the moment, I'm just looking after myself at the moment. I'm on the street, so I've got to watch myself. Or what happens everywhere else doesn't come into it. 
you got to look after yourself out here. That's why I, you see things, you see good things, bad things, but you just turn a blind eye. You don't see nothing, you don't report nothing or nothing because at the end of the day, something could happen. If anything got around that was you to grasp them up or anything happened, I sleep on the street on my own at night. Police ain't around at night. And if most of the time, if you got killed or you died on the street being homeless, you're just another homeless person off the streets of people. That is so sad. That's what it is. If I was killed or I died tonight in my sleep or anything happened to me, do you think all this public and the police or everyone would worry about it? They'd probably just think, oh, that's another one off the streets. There would be people, though, you know, me, other people you see. There will be people who still care, but a lot of people would probably just say, oh, that's another one. Police wouldn't worry too much. They'd probably just say, that's one gone. Yeah, that is so sad. That's the way I see it. You're just, you're just another, another number in the society. People die every day, not just homeless people. Do you think they're worried? It just reduces population. God, well, <clears throat> thank, well, thank you for doing this, because I know it's a bit mad asking, you know, I know this is something very curveball type thing. It's not what... It's just, you know, don't become homeless. Well, you can't help becoming homeless. It's just one of the things that does happen. But, you know, you just got to... Well, no, I ask, are you Christian? Never been a religious person. Never never followed religion, never been brought up religion. So I, I think I'm just normal. Well, I, think, I think you got God in you, mate. Incred I, know, I think like, that's just incredible. normal. Everyone keeps coming and saying prayers and whatever. Are you religious? But then they're saying you don't have to be religious. You can still believe. You anyway. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people say that to me as a comical question. Some people might get resentful. I said, and they're like, "Oh, Jesus is watching you. Jesus will help you off the streets." And I used to say, "Well, if he's that good, why did he put me here in the first place then?" Why didn't he stop me from becoming homeless in yeah, the first place? If he can help me get off the streets, he's watching you, he'll help you, he's with you. Said he wasn't with me when I got on the streets. Mm. Yeah. And that's not having a go at anything religious. That was just the way I see it. If it's if he's if God and Jesus is such a powerful almighty that can he can help with anything, he should help you not get on the streets in the first place. Yeah, and that's the big philosophical question with God. It's like pain and suffering where... Yeah, that's what I always think. That's what I always say, you know. I don't, it's not I'm not being nasty to religious people or the ones that come and see me and chat. I just say it how I feel, what I think. I always say what I think, and if I've got something to say, I'll say whatever I've got to say. Right. Well, uh, there'll be people listening right now who'll be just absolutely like i'm gobsmacked to be honest because like the how positive you are is just a testament to humanity really yeah. because there's people i know who have <clears throat> loads of things and they're they're ungrateful they're miserable and you're on the street and you still are positive you're still got a smile on your face yeah. you're still so like absolutely incredible like yeah. it te testament to humanity i have a lot of people saying that to me on the streets you're homeless out here, but you just seem happier than what I am. I went, that's the way it is, got to be happy. I've got no point sitting here just moping and being miserable. Still got to be yourself and get on with it. That is, yeah, wow. And that's why I don't drink or take drugs. I've still got it up here. I still can think what I want to do, where I want to go, 
and now I'm going to do it. Get down on any other stuff, you've got no chance. Once you get down that drink and drugs road, you just, you've got no chance. Because you've got to start rehabs and all that rubbish, and then you're in a bad way once you get in that road. Wow. And finishing off, what's, what's one thing you can say to someone listening right now? They might be old, they might be young, they might be grown up, they might like somebody, they might be trying to get married, they might be about to have a kid, they might start a new job, go to university. What's one message you have for them overall? An advice, a thing to just think about, gratitude, what's one message? Good luck. <laughs> now, good luck, get on with it, and enjoy yourself while you can. And don't ever think about homelessness, because you don't need to. It's just something that could happen, but don't let it worry you. Just enjoy your life, get on with it. Powerful, powerful. Thanks for being here.